0: Uh, We have a little plea before we begin our podcast, right, Rachel? Yes. Uh, If you are listening on the various podcast platforms, especially iTunes, Mm -hmm. or you happen to be watching on YouTube, that's the only way you can see what Rachel Santizo looks like. (laughs) Thank you. And she is a beautiful lady, so you might want to switch over to YouTube just see what Rachel looks like. (laughs) Anyway, I digress. (laughs) If you uh, you, uh, are listening... Uh, especially on iTunes, we'd like you to rate us. You yeah. can tell us we suck, or you love us, mm-hmm. or yeah. or anything in between, and 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 make a comment. I mean, you know, yeah. it's easy to press a star. Either one or five, hopefully five. Mm-hmm. Right, um, but but take a little time and tell us what you think of the podcast.
1: Right, because ultimately, first, I'm very flattered. Thank you, and ultimately, we want to be the voice. Plus, of the Plus, Rachel's community. naked.
0: If you want to, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. I thought that Wait, was get a lot. That of people was real, that was YouTube. really. <laughs> <laughs> I get some
1: I totally forgot I everybody. Was right say. now, is
0: looking at YouTube right now. You
1: uh, you, 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 were,
0: you were saying I was saying, I you're totally turning forgot. red. The, <laughs> no, um, your, your face is. I can't see the rest.
1: Yeah, just so. <laughs> uh, I really, we want the voice of the community because that's ultimately what we're here yeah. for is to provide education and, and stories and things. So it's really hearing from the community so we can better our podcast because right. we're really right. there for everyone else. So. It's not about us.
0: Now we begin with our (laughs) official welcome. Put your clothes back on.
1: All right. Uh, All right.
0: Welcome to Odyssey House Journals. I'm Randall Carlisle, along with Rachel Santizo. And our guest is James Ryrie. Yes. Welcome, James.
2: Thank you for saying my last name right. Well. Well,
1: I
0: didn't. So (laughs) I I didn't. He was like, no. When I I worked in TV, whenever we do a story, About and I had the hardest time. That's why I could see you say your name right when we do the Ryrie Woodbury dance Ah, dance company. So you're you're a shoe in. You know, well, and you think about that. That's hard to say, Ryrie Woodbury. Mm -hmm.
1: You know, so that's not fair that he got it right. Like that's not an (laughs) even playing field. Uh,
0: So what do you do, James? Um, I I, you're in recovery. Yeah, I am in recovery. Um,
2: I currently uh, work at Fit to Recover. Um, and yeah, I just kind of just hang out. I, you know, do the recovery thing. I'm a Odyssey graduate. If you're on YouTube, got the hat for <laughs> it. Like got the beanie. Wow. I didn't <laughs> know we those out. Yeah. yeah so, um, it's oh, actually one of my favorite cool. beanies. It's yeah. super comfy. Um, yeah, graduated this year from Odyssey. Um, was super, uh, grateful that it was my one and only treatment center. You're so, kidding. Yeah.
0: Most people have gone through six or seven or yeah. eight or nine or no, 10.
2: Um, not me I guess I just um didn't really try before you know so what's your, what's your background what's your story um so the reason I was put into treatment was because I got a felony um it was an aggravated assault I know this pretty face doesn't look like it. I know could <laughs> do anything to anybody <laughs> um no it was yeah that, that's what happened um you know and it kind of is a godsend that that happened. You know, like I, I am grateful and um, don't have any animosity or um, ill words to say about, you know, the person that it happened with, because, you know, the story wasn't, the story was, um, I feel doctored, you know, but it got me to where I am today, which is in recovery over a year. Um, You know, I don't think my life has ever been this great. I'm not saying that um stuff doesn't stuff still happens that um life happens us life happens but you know I, I have the tools from odyssey and from um other programs that i use in order to you know keep myself on that good path so what
0: what, what was your background your, your drug of choice what happened in um, your life
2: you know my drug of choice was really anything but it, it all started with alcohol you know it all started and ended with alcohol what i did in between you know, was I did pills. I did heroin once. I actually got myself clean off of that just by myself. And then, you know, it was Adderall, meth, and that's kind of what, what it was the last, you know, five years was just a lot of Adderall, a lot of meth and just drinking, you know, and smoking. You can, I can relate, you can relate I to that. I was a functional alcoholic
0: for decades yeah. uh, until I, and now I've been uh, over ten years clean. Yes. Oh, yeah. uh, same with Rachel. Yeah. And yeah. she was a heroin addict. I mean, yes. so and, and recovery is okay. wonderful, isn't it? It is. It's amazing. We it's all amazing. have clear eyes
2: and clear what? heads. I know. You we know. get to wake up at seven a.m. and not be upset about what we, <laughs> we did the night before. Or, or we, oh, like, yeah. We get to wake up at seven a.m. Actually. Our next fix. Right? I'm
1: sick. My
2: my
0: mom told me the other day. I have my 95 year old mom is still alive. She's and the And she cutest. said. She said, "I don't feel so good this morning, and I have like a, a headache and like a dry mouth, and I feel sort of shaky and everything." I said, "Mom, that's the way I felt every morning I woke <laughs> up for decades." Yeah. You know. Yeah. Well <laughs> and, said. Well and, said. And, yeah, and and people don't realize that that people in addiction. I don't think there's anybody who's happy that they're addicted to something. No. Like, no. I, 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 I mean, you might have a brief moment of. Happiness when you're high yeah. or something. I mm-hmm. think
2: this is great, but but the rest of its surrounding it sucks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it worked until it didn't. You know. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it, it was great when it when it worked, but it just it didn't didn't work for a lot of years. But it was my only solution. I you know, it,
1: and I think there's a mm-hmm. point too where you use just so you're not sick anymore. You just don't want to be sick, so you're yeah. just trying to maintain and get by.
2: Exactly. At least that was my story. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, mine was just, yeah, almost that, except, I mean, I think I was just escaping, escaping myself. You yeah. Know?
1: But what does that mean to you? Why were you trying to escape yourself?
2: Um, you know, I grew up in the LDS church and, um, had all these beliefs in my head of like what I should be, what I shouldn't be. And, you know, coming from a background of like, I don't, I was baptized in the Mormon church, you know, and I didn't believe those ideals that were put in my head. Um, And a lot of the problem with that is because, you know, I am uh gay and that kind of con- super conflicts with that. Like, it, It's you know, tough being gay in yeah. the
0: LDS church, right?
2: Yeah. yeah. And so um it's OK to be gay. Yeah, exactly. And that's what it was. It was like I was told to read a scripture and. All would be fixed, and that's really when my use like, Mm. I mean, like I had drank a couple times before that. Um, No, how I? No, that's really when it just started. I was like, well, if this can't help me, then I know what will, or I'm gonna try this, or you know, I mean, I remember the first time I drank. um, I was 15. It was talk of vodka, and I drank in a park. You know, with my one friend, and she just like watched me. And then, you know, the second or third time I drank, I blacked out, like. Wow. You know, like I was, a
1: uh, yeah. And I love that you're gay. Like you, do. it matches
2: you. <laughs> yeah, well, it matches you. Like I
1: couldn't imagine you any other way. Like yeah. it's you. Yeah. Um, tell me about Fit to Recover. So you, what is, what is that? And what um, do you
2: do? So Fit to Recover is a, um, I, it's a community center as well as like a community, Um, that has four pillars of what they and we what we do. Um, It's service, creative arts, fitness, and
1: nutrition. nutrition.
2: (laughs) Thank you, Rachel. I
1: work there. too. I haven't (laughs) had
2: coffee yet. So I'm like, my mind is still trying to fire. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. And I'm like, super, it's, it's amazing to work there. And Rachel started just after me. And I think that she was a great addition to the team. We have this really strong team now where we just went through Giving Tuesday. And I feel like it went just I mean, I don't know what it went like before, but I feel it was seamless. Like, I was expecting chaos and, like, just yeah, blowing exactly. up everywhere and everyone crying and yelling at each other. And, you know, it was like a super, for what it was, it was a super calm, collected, cool day. And it was.
0: A
1: lot like, of dancing. No
2: yes. And
0: we used to call Fit to Recover Utah's only sober gym. Is, mm-hmm. it, is it still...
1: Yeah, but we don't say sober anymore. It's recovery, and we're more a center now because when we say gym then it takes away from the services gotcha. that we mm-hmm. do, and we don't want to say sober because that means you're completely abstinent. But
0: you do work with with people like uh, like Odyssey House. People yes. come
2: over absolutely uh, and and get physical exercise and, while they're in recovery. Yeah, right? and mental health. Yes. yes, and they also do Odyssey. Um, parents does nutrition stuff with mm-hmm. us too.
1: Really? Oh, yeah. Uh, it's so cute they come with their babies yeah they they work out one week and the next week they do nutrition they cook food and they just blast music and they're the cutest
0: girl that's cool because they fix their own food for their yeah,
1: uh, yeah, huh, and, Can I, and go, go ahead. ahead. No, oh, go. I wanted to just talk a little bit too. Don't ever talk oh, over that. me again. You oh, want, <laughs> you'll be This
0: hundred thousand dollar year job <laughs> is going away very quickly, Rachel.
1: Anyways, no, just <laughs> kidding. Um, so we also have some specialty groups, but I'd like you to speak about that because we started a new one, yeah. So, specialty as far as we go um, into cats, we're going to be going into the prison, we have an all women's. But we have a new one. Yeah, speak about it.
2: Um, It is the LGBTQ plus group, which um, we've kind of started at first, we wanted to call it that just so that we kind of could differentiate it from like, Mm -hmm. you know, it's not just a normal workout for everyone to come to like, um, you know, we want to create we create a safe space for everyone. But we're trying to also create safe spaces for like Rachel said, women and um, now, you know, the LGBTQ plus community. And so we're starting to call it the pride Workout. Oh, uh, that's a good idea. And then we, yeah, we also have a support group after that. Um, you know, it's not it's recovery related. It's not like we don't go off of like a um, AA kind of thing or anything like that. It's just about you know we support each other in our recovery and just talk about whatever you know. It just kind of the every time I've went, it just flows really well. And we just talk about the issues we have in our daily lives.
1: Mm-hmm. And I think it was cool last week they talked about this shooting that happened at the nightclub
2: in Colorado and so, and
1: yeah, and how it affected them and stuff. And so I, when this first came out, I was like, can I go to this class? Because I just want to be supportive of my people. Right. Um, but it really is tailored to if you identify as that, because then it doesn't take away from the class and what they're trying to do. So I'm no longer invited, but I did go once, Once, but But it makes sense because then it's that safe space for them to be relatable
2: with what's going on. And I mean, if, if, you know, someone's scared of coming their first time because it's their first time fit, fit to recover at all, then yeah, bring a friend that's an ally. We love that, but um, it's just not something that, you know, con- is a continued thing. Like if that's what gets them in there, we love that. And then, you know, once they feel safe after that. Um, yeah. The You brought up the uh,
0: growing up LDS and being gay. And I am amazed uh, at the number of people in treatment programs who have that exact same story really and the high also the high rate of suicide mm-hmm. in in the lgbtq plus community yeah. uh and and substance use to uh, i guess numb yourself to the crap that you have to put up with yeah. or the or the feelings that you have
1: the majority of our unsheltered youth, it's either mental health or the way they identify yeah. as being gay really? or transgender. Oh yeah.
0: How do we uh how do we solve that?
2: That's a good question. I think um that's something that I I believe is continuing to happen is having resources for that. I know the Pride Center has amazing resources and like amazing youth programs as well as adult programs, but um You know, I kind of felt also at Odyssey, I kind of felt like the odd person out because a lot of people, I mean, I've been to jail, I've, you know, done all those things and um, I fit in in that way. But, you know, I think there was only one other person when I was leaving treatment, like just graduating, um, that identified as, you know, in the LGBTQ community. Did
0: you face, uh, even though it's called Odyssey House Journals, and you you can be honest, did you face
2: prejudice or any kind of Uh, bad treatment because you're gay? Oh, no. Not at Odyssey, no. No. It just still felt... um, Did the whole house know you were gay? Oh, yeah. Um, I I can't hide it very well. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I'm pretty sure most people know when they meet me, and that's fine. Um, But I did not feel like I was, you know, um, judged or prejudiced or anything like that at Odyssey, but I didn't feel like there was anyone else like me there, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. You know, like... Um, I could still relate to everyone on most levels, but there was still that like one level where I felt, you know, I was being heard and listened to and validated, but no one else kind of knew what it was like.
1: It's kind of like those demographics, right? Like um, when we when we do surveys, like did being black affect you? did did being gay affect you like it's those questions so you can have those specialties so that you can have that support sure um system and i I think it's really cool i just want to point out that you went to a place where there's people that come from prison people that come from the streets and being gay and get that commonality like when Mm -hmm. you go to treatment or you go to odyssey that we're all in it together regardless of all that so not not having that person next to you, you know, that can be fully relatable, but how cool is it that you can come from all these different backgrounds to come together? Like that's pretty well, powerful. Cause you're all
2: working on one thing. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's always that one common thread, which binds us together. And I think that's amazing because some of those people, I don't think I would have ever talked to mm-hmm. whether, you know, in my <laughs> own sure. entire life, but they were my peers and we helped each other some, through some really like good assignments, whether that be feedback or just, you know, those weekly phone calls where you just have to call people and, you know, it's really hard to pick up that phone. But after Odyssey, it's so much easier to like pick sure. up that phone and just reach out for help. What was the, I, I
0: work with so many parents who have adult kids uh, who are either out on the street in, in 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 behind bars or in treatment and they always want to know, so I always ask this, what was the one thing that prompted you to find recovery?
2: Um, I mean, it was so rule. yeah. I you know, that's a, that's a really good question. I really good question because um,
0: nobody has a yeah. perfect
2: answer. But well, I, but I, so a lot <laughs> of people is. say you can't get sober for anyone but yourself. You know, and I do believe that, but I also think that you can start out thinking or knowing that you're doing it for something else because my sister had a baby and it was my younger sister, my baby sister, which there's a lot of stuff around that, you know, when I was using like me and my sister, I never, I don't know why it was a lot with me and my little sister, but it's just probably because we're closer in age. Um, She had a baby and I knew that if I kept living my life the way I was living it, I would not be in that baby's life in that that was not something that I was willing to deal with. Um, and so I got sober for my little niece, Raina. Um,
1: and i'm I'm smiling. and the reason why is because the way that he talks and the way that he's in his niece's life, like I get to see the bright side of that. And so his tears make me smile because we don't go through the tears then we're not going to create that Oh, they're that happy change. tears. They're yeah. happy
2: tears for sure. Yeah. And then
1: he, he he was working out with his mom. Like his yeah. mom was at the gym. So it's like when I get to see this, I'm like, because you need you need to cry. You need to feel mm-hmm. the emotions sure. that sure. we've been running from. So I smile when people cry. I smile when you
2: cry. <laughs> <things. good>. um <laughs> Well, and I got the opportunity of, um, you know, I think it was, gosh, it wasn't even like two months into my treatment. Um, my sister asked me if I would um, be a nanny for my niece. And so I got the opportunity to, um, be a nanny for my niece for like nine months. Wow. And I think it was the best job I've ever had, you know? And obviously
0: if you were, uh, still high on whatever it was, you were getting high on, she wouldn't have asked you to do that.
2: Correct. Yeah. So that was kind of, I, I cried pretty hard when she asked me to do that. Cause it was like, you know, it was just, I feel like it was a little, um, God shot that you know like you're not fucking up like this is not going to happen like you have to stay sober and this is how you're going to do it wow. is because you're watching a baby sure so huh.
1: why I, I have because I think we're running out of time but I do yeah. do have a question for you mm-hmm. because your phone so we want to know how people maintain sobriety okay. so we see how you go through it, um, <clears throat> but maintain it and I'm calling you out because your phone goes off constantly. So how do you maintain sobriety? Like what works for you? Oh,
2: I think you already know the answer. I do. But- um, so, <laughs> yeah, I right. uh, so along the lines of why my phone goes off, my phone goes off every hour because my sponsors, um, asked me to make a decision to turn my will and my life over to a power greater than myself. And I'm not very good at doing that because I'm a control freak. And so, um, every hour my alarm goes off and it tells me to pray and turn my life over to a or turn my will and my life over to power greater than myself. Um, And so most people, if you know, you know. Yeah, that's true. And so I use a 12-step program to, you know, maintain my sobriety, as well as Fit to Recover. I mean, um, I worked at Odyssey for a little bit, and I liked it, but, um, you know, Fit to Recover is more of an avenue where I'd like to be in recovery. Um, And I really love working there because I get to see people who – you know, just walk in the door super happy and some people, you know, they're going through stuff and you get to help them through those things and
1: um
0: yeah.
2: people don't realize addiction is a lifelong
0: disease. Yeah. Right. You never cure it. I mean, I have friends who say well, gosh, if you haven't drank for 10 years, you can have a drink now. Yeah, and no, it's like, doesn't, no, no, it doesn't work that uh, way. And so, you, so you do need to work mm-hmm. uh, on a, almost daily basis. That's yeah. why
1: the when his alarm goes off. I brought that up because even though he's graduated Odyssey and he's done these things, that alarm still goes off. And the cool part is when it goes off, I'm like, oh, I need to do something and check myself. So yeah. it actually helps other people as sure. well, regardless. And we have over 10 years, but I need that reminder. And yeah. so I love that part of it.
0: And and, and, and you could,
2: uh, any of us mm-hmm. tomorrow could be right back in yeah. our addiction. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. And, That's true. yeah, I mean, I know that if I don't wake up and do what I have to do in the morning, um, my day doesn't go as well as it would if I just take that 15 minutes to do what I need to do in the morning to center myself before I walk out that door.
0: And I consider myself lucky because even though it's a lifelong disease, it's it's a controllable disease. Yeah. You know, as so it's not like like you got a fatal disease. It could right. become fatal yeah. if you don't yeah. if you don't control it. But with with control or dealing with it, mm-hmm. you can live a nice, long, happy life.
2: Yeah, yeah, like man. that
1: long term management. Yeah, you know, just, just, like, like, I mean,
2: just like if you don't. Take your stuff for diabetes, you can lose a limb. Exactly. Like, exactly. You know? exactly. The HIV,
1: taking your yeah, medication, is like yeah. Yeah. yeah, anything. Yeah.
2: So uh, what what do you see in your future? Mm. Uh, I uh, try We're a crystal ball here. Yeah, right. I try not to look too far into the future. You know, I just. Know that if I do what I'm supposed to do today, it'll all work out. You know, because I mean, I do have plans for the future. I I, I want to get my GED done. I want to go back to school for something. But the pro, I mean, I just it, I haven't found that yeah. thing that I want to do yet. But I mean, obviously, the first step is like getting that GED done. So sure. and staying in recovery. <laughs> yes, that, that's the big one. Oh, of course. Without that, yeah. I mean, I always and say yeah. that too.
0: If I wasn't in recovery. I could I couldn't be doing anything. I, well, I might be dead,
1: but you know. Right. So. It's true. That's why it's so worth it. It's I I think people look for something big and shiny, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But really it's daily, it's the sure. little things. Like when your alarm goes off, you mm-hmm. didn't know that you affected me, but you I do. Know I know. Mm-hmm. So it's just like you get to like little things that matter to you that don't people other people wouldn't understand or would <laughs> yeah, take for yeah, granted it's yeah. like oh i need that alarm i yeah. actually love it i'm like yeah. okay time
2: <laughs> yeah i just said it so that it doesn't go off while everyone's ch- checking out at the noon or at the after the noon class but um
1: oh yeah because this is a face out. yeah this yeah. is a face you will see when you walk into fdr so yeah. definitely youtube look yeah. at youtube so you can see james's beautiful face
2: yeah <laughs> i have a video out there somewhere about what fdr has done for me <laughs> For a, like Giving Tuesday, I think so. Thing, so, but so yeah. James,
0: thank you very much for yeah, being a guest. You you, uh, congratulations on your recovery yeah, and you your positive you. outlook on life and being a nanny. No, yeah.
2: that would that's
1: that's cool. That yeah, so was cool.
2: really fun. We call it a nanny. Oh, right. okay. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel, it was good being with you again.
1: Thank you. You too,
0: Randall. And thank you for watching another edition of Odyssey House Journals.